everyone, we are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, your chief host of the show, and joining us is none other than my co-host, Avera. Hello, guys. Happy Friday on this beautiful October day. Uh, sorry about last week. Uh, last week was Friday the 13th, pretty much the most cursed day that you could ever possibly imagine. And, uh... Turns out, Friday the 13th got the better of us. But don't worry, we're uh, back on the air. <laughs> Great to uh, see you. I blame Icy for this. He caused all that misfortune. <laughs> oh no. Blame no, Icy I think cool. <laughs> nah, but seriously though, Friday the 13th, October, double bad. Next, you better make sure you lock your doors. You got, otherwise, masks. Creeps were gonna come out knocking on your door with chainsaws. <laughs> yeah, that too. Well, don't walk under any ladders. Don't break a window. Sorry, a mirror. All of that. <laughs> yeah. And also, make sure you bless your house so make that nobody can curse it. Ah, yes. All the sage is necessary. Yes. Now. Joining us as always is our interim host, Noble. Good morning, good day, good afternoon, good evening, and whatever the hell is going on over there. <laughs> well, we're having a good night so far. Mm -hmm. Next on the show, we have the best chef, Ali. Hey, everyone. Hey, hey. <laughs> Have you back on again? Thank you. And joining us for this week, our unlucky charm, Icy. I'm kidding about that part. No stems, no seeds, that's all we need. Acapulco Gold is good as weed. I'm just messing around. What's up, guys? Thank you for having me on the show on this fine day even though it's raining bleak as hell outside and it will be until i'd say the next couple days oh boy oh I man i don't know about you but i've had um i had a cool change and like for a couple of days i forgot what the sun looked like because it was all cloudy and now i'm it's hot yeah well, I don't know about you, but the way we describe the weather here is, in one word, hormonal. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Would I oh, as, as we're comment? just starting, we got a last comment here from No Dragon. He says, everybody spam hearts. So yeah, in the comments, if you guys are watching, send some hearts, guys. <laughs> send some hearts our way, come on. Show us some love. <laughs> you. In in Zuma speak, it'd be heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji times nine thousand. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right. Oh, there you go. Heart, 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 heart in the colors of candy corn, just like you. Yes. <laughs> oh. Hot fire, hot fire, hot fire. <laughs> okay, we're not going to become one of those TikTok people that like react weirdly to ice cream emojis and lick things as they're looking at the camera like some robot. Oh my god. <laughs> that was creepy as hell, right? <laughs> what the heck was that? They're just cringe in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so starting things off today, who has been in and around the run of Disney's movies, like the live action offerings? Oh, I cannot remember the last. Yeah, the last uh, live action Disney movie I've watched was the Jungle Book, the newer one. Not not Mowgli. That one was cringe work. But I'm talking about like the. Uh, the remake of the Jungle Book. Right. And that's, now, that's the last live-action Disney movie I've ever seen so far. Yeah, and now there's been a whole board of these, and I think the, the latest one, of course, you've probably heard about all this, is Snow White. Yeah, I'm, oh yeah, Snow White. Iconic. Yeah. 
Gotta love the train wreck. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, weird, one, weird, one. weird. I was just gonna say that. It's funny, you should mention that. it's funny you should mention that, Noble, because I'm smoking on some train wreck right now. And yeah, now well. what we end up with having is a Snow White and the Seven Dirty Hippies. Oh, uh, are we the Dirty Hippies? No, the, um, the big you, dwarves are. Uh, no, 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 no. In order to be okay, in order to be a dirty hippie, you must be this short to qualify. <laughs> but fortunately for you, we ha there is a solution in the works. Let's know why. I'll see it. So here we have from uh, Deadline. Uh, sorry, uh, well, uh, the Daily Wire is making a live-action Snow White movie starring conservative YouTuber Brett Cooper. So, if anyone knows who Brett Cooper is, uh, she is a conservative personality. She works with Ben Shapiro at the Daily Wire, and they casted her to play in, to star in this movie, which is a direct response to. Uh, the woke Disney Snow White piece of trash that we've all been talking about for the past you know, month or so. But this is very interesting because what the Daily Wire is actually wanting to do, they've invested over $100 million to kind of be a reactionary source uh, to culture, right? We're in the middle of a culture war here against the woke radical, yeah. bonkers, crazy uh, people. Whoops. And, and here we have uh, someone who is... Uh, she actually looks like Snow White. For well, real? Kind of. Like she does, actually. She looks, so... like, she looks exactly like Snow White. But, but what do you on. think about this, though? Go on, Noble. Let me get this straight. Uh, this is a news... An online uh, news company is yep. producing their own version of Snow White. Yep. And they're doing it to take the piss out of Disney. Well, I wouldn't say that necessarily. Um, I don't think that, that they would have done this if Disney didn't do what they did. And if the actress portraying Snow White, you know, Rachel Ziegler, if she wasn't such a pretentious, horrible person. Uh, this is something that we need right now. At least that's what they're they're saying. It says conservative media company Daily Wire making its own live action adaptation of the Brothers Grimm fairy tale Snow White. And now it's called Snow White and the Evil Queen. The film, which is set to be released in 2024, will be the first feature-length production for this company's uh, kids' entertainment platform called Bentkey. And the star, uh, and will star conservative YouTuber Brett Cooper, host of the platform show, The Comment Section. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever seen The Comment Section, but it's damn hilarious. Like, right. <laughs> you definitely got to see it. Check her out. She's great. And so, basically, what that means is um, the Daily Wire is actually investing into their own, you know, theater and productions rather than, do, you know, doing piss takes. Yep. Oh, correct. No, they are. This is not a troll move or anything. You know, this is not meant to be something out of malice. This is basically a response to the current culture war and how, you know, some conservatives or at least just, I guess, normal people could uh, respond to this and be like, hey, Disney, we don't like what you're doing, so we're going to do our own thing. And the best part is because Disney didn't create Snow White and this is, uh, what, mm -hmm. how old's the story? Oh, 80, at least 80 years, I think. I think it was like, what, 1937, I believe? Yeah, it was. I, it was 37. I, yep. I wonder if this is going to go down like Pinocchio did. No, no, I don't think so. I, I, this, this is something that that I, I think has some some great potential. Yeah. Okay. You you guys like you, we're talking about Disney movies, correct? Well, this one, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Snow White. Okay. Yeah. I was just we gonna bring up one, but I was just gonna bring up a particular one, but I'll wait till later. Okay. Right. So really, I'd, <laughs> what this really is with the project. Well, Daily Wire, they're saying, you know, Snow White, yeah. it's, it's about a princess and a prince, about beauty and vanity, about love and its power to raise us from death to life. It's our own adaptation of an ancient fairy tale. 
And this is a really interesting part. It says, I was raised on the original Grimm's fairy tale, so I'm thrilled that we're bringing this iconic story to life for the next generation, said Brett Cooper. Uh, Snow White is such a beautiful character, and I'm honored to be playing her. Like all the best fairy tales, this is a story with timeless values uh, like love, friendship, kindness, and I can't wait to share them. Hey, that's great. You know what? Uh, if you had an actress playing this iconic character that actually holds those true values herself, that's really the best person you could possibly cast for it, right? Mm -hmm. I think I, so. I, I, I'm sorry, but I can't help but think of the Disney actresses, um, you know, public comments about. Oh, she was in. so vindictive and mean, wow. right? Oh, yeah. this is literally a complete 180 on a, on that sort of behavior. I mean, wow. It's the total opposite. She's like, you better pay me for every minute that I'm in this dress. I deserve Prince Charming, it. Oh, the the whole witch. Prince Charming is a stalker thing. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I was like, there is no Prince Charming. I'm just, I'm just better than you. Like, damn. Do I have a, your permission to turn my camera on or no? I don't have that on, I promise. Ali, have you ever seen uh, Snow White, like like the original movie? Like, Yes, I've seen, yes, I've seen the original, but I have not seen the live action. If, if there's a, if there's even a live action from Disney already. Um, I, well, I like, I like. I know I do like some of Disney's live action Disney movies that they have recreated already and, and, and others I don't I don't like but yeah that's a good point because you know sometimes Disney has made some good live action movies I would say Beauty and the Beast even though you know Emma Watson like that was okay like that was an okay movie 101 like, Dalmatians yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah yeah of course I didn't like the the live action Lady and a Tramp. I didn't like how they take the how they took the Siamese cat song out because it was racist. Even though that's not the point, it, it's it, it's it's still a classic song that should have been part of the live action version. I agree. I agree. Yeah, kind of like what they did. Hmm? Kind of like, like uh, the whole Pokemon thing with Brock. Oh <laughs> yeah, that was oh. weird. That's not Disney, though. But no, it's no. kind of the whole woke culture sort of thing happening, unfortunately. I mean, I mean that stuff. Localizing is just is a whole other different sort of ball game. So, but now that we have something was... like the Daily Wire doing this, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, the whole point is that Brock was taken out because they thought it'd be racist, but turns out everybody loved him, so they brought him back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we all love Brock. He's great. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, what's going to happen with this movie? Because I'm assuming it's not going to be... So as I understand it, Disney did their own thing to their Snow White and Seven Dwarfs uh, animated feature when they originally made the cartoon of it. Mm -hmm. And that means the Brothers Grimm version is going to be different. So if you go in watching the um, this new live action of Snow White, don't expect it to be like the Disney one. Well, the Brothers Grimm, uh, their original stories are quite a tad darker than what Disney wants to portray to kids. You know, we know this. Like how Pinocchio um, dies or the whole dancing in hot red shoes and stuff like that. But when it comes to Snow White, you know, this has been around at least like the original movie since 1937. So think about that. Like how many people, how many generations, you know, have seen this? And if you have the actress herself saying that she's only seen the movie once and she hated it, and it's all about women empowerment, and it's not the same story. They even changed the dwarves. So at this point, it, it's Disney's, they're, they're off the rails. They lost the plot, basically. So what Daily Wire is doing is kind of like a, a return to formula, I guess. I, I hate to say this, but I really want to see Wee Man as one of the uh, dwarfs in this movie. <laughs> uh, 
No, and seriously, with his whole jackass thing, he, he could really do some funny stuff in it. <laughs> hey, at least now the the other Snow White, the one the good Snow White adaptation, will at least have proper dwarves. From what it seems like, is that they want to be more relevant to the story, and especially when they cast somebody like Brett Cooper, which I'm just personally a fan of. Yeah, and she does that, hold those values. And she, yeah, she actually said she loves it. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So I'm excited for this. You know, they say it's it's going to be coming out in 2024. You know, some people were calling this a troll move, like, oh well. This is just you lashing out or whatever. But no, uh, I do believe that they're pretty serious about this. So, you know what? I'd rather watch their movie than Disney's. And I have kind of a hunch that the Daily Wire, you know, Brett Cooper, uh, Snow White is going to completely overshadow the actual Disney production. Right. That's, that's, that's assuming <laughs> I just think Disney actually released the movie. If they will, because now they're having some problems. Yeah. And now, this would bring to light the importance of having a parallel, um, a parallel cinematography firm. Oh, yeah. Because, well, yeah, if you're not happy with the way that the whole industry has been monopolized by Disney and all that, then I think it's time you buckled up and did what you did. Right on. So yeah, really, like kudos to them for, pres for preserving the the stories which are timeless for future generations to enjoy. So yeah. Okay. So to move the show forward, there's well, and we're still on the Disney tangent now. We have we are still on the Disney tangent, but different direction. You know, Disney's got all these big plans, right? Like, they've got, you know, they're still churn, trying to churn out all these live-action movies, figure out Disneyland, Star Wars, all of that good stuff, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. And now, the next big ambitious plan they're planning that they're planning to do, which has not yet been set in stone, is that they're planning... Some of them have been wanting Disney to purchase... EA, Electronic Arts, the, the big gaming titan. And I, I would imagine the reason that Disney would want to do this is because they have so many licensed characters and they can utilize the gaming platform to kind of inject those characters into future games that will be created and they will get money for it. That's, I think that's the business plan. I mean, I think, like, let's be real here. Disney hasn't has they have a presence in the video game field, but it's not as like big and big, shooty and prominent as as you know as a dedicated game firm is. Because after all, Disney is first and foremost a film studio. Exactly. So this is why it's a little weird. But this might be a. Not a hundred percent certain that they're going to be purchasing EA, and it depends on how much money that they're actually willing to offer up if they have the resources to do so. But let's uh, read the article. Uh, Noble, you wanna wanna start? The big picture, despite having licensed its characters to numerous game developers for decades, Disney has never enjoyed a position in that market where it's near its dominance in the film and TV. A recent report suggests some of the company, some at the company, want to change this, but nothing currently. Uh, it's difficult to read from here. Sorry, I'll, I'll try and zoom in a bit more. I know. Indicates. Right. Let me finish this for you. Currently. Indicates Disney is pivoting away from its ongoing agreements with third parties. So basically what Disney would do is, you know, they have all these characters, all these franchises that they've bought, you know, Marvel, uh, Star Wars, Lucasfilms. So when they own these characters, if other companies, they will license characters from Disney. So they're basically third parties, right? So if EA wants to make a Star Wars game, they can do that, but they have to go through Disney in order to do it. Right. 
and EA has um has been really the biggest name in making all these Star Wars games. They've been they've had a somewhat of a cozy relationship with one another. They have, yes. And so with so that, that, it's kind of like a no no brainer that those EA and Star Wars will pretty much go hand in hand and now, but what about the rest of the other properties that EA has? Can you imagine if some of the other properties that EA has got Disney, the, the Disney treatment? So hang on, has how many um, games has EA released based on what Disney owns? Uh, not much, like Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, there's quite a lot. And so they've Disney. done Marvel. Um... Okay, so this may be more uh, liked what they did, so they're going to buy them out. Interesting. Yeah, they're probably they're probably they're planning to you know completely buy out EA and and well you know try and consolidate themselves as being a big player in the games market. Like, but let's be real though. But that's but you know what? It's been kind of a precedent now that all these. You know, mega companies like Disney are buying everything out and becoming like consolidating their power. It's a monopoly for sure. You know, EA games challenge everything. Now it just seems like oh, obey the mouse. I, love, yeah, I remember the EA games challenge everything. They're the ones that also made uh, some of the Need for Speed games. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Underground Two was my favorite one on the first, on the second PlayStation. That one was addicting. You could like customize your cars inside and out and everything. Yeah. Now and now, as I was saying earlier, can you imagine? Let's let's go for a sec. Like let's go through some of EA's famous properties and imagine: can we <laughs> Disneyfy these? Like let's start with Need for Speed. Can we Disneyfy Need for Speed? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. What does that even that mean? Would be cool. Uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, what what would you think that's going to involve? Like, I could Disney make like a Need for Speed movie? And I know the last Need for the Need for Speed movie that was made in 2014 involved, you know, the Aaron Paul, the break the star from Breaking Bad, and you know had some pretty had some pretty intense scenes. But if it was given, if like let's imagine they made a Need for Speed movie and it was given the Disney touch. What do you think that could possibly entail? I I can't see that working. Right. Yeah. Do, I, do you I, think that's? Oh, sorry. Yeah. I was I was about to agree with you. Like I I cannot see that. Like with a Disney theme. Because when no. no, when you think Disney, you know, at least I would say for like veterans who've been around for a while, they think of like wholesome fantasy movies like when i hear marvel i don't think disney or star wars none yeah. of that so need for speed at this point it's it, it, it's seeming like disney is just becoming this massive monopoly corporation just trying to put every Doesn't finger in every all. pie no, no. <laughs> all right so i got a full joke for that but i'm just gonna leave it alone there's another property. Okay, if you're thinking like fantasy, like wondrous things, I think we might have the thing for you. Can we Disneyfy Mass Effect? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Yeah, what are they gonna do? Make a movie about it? <laughs> Come on, no way. They can't. <clears throat> yeah, there's one fact that I figured that I know about. Like you know the now talking about video games. You know Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, right? They it was based off of an actual movie. Hmm? Yeah, I bet you didn't know that. Know. Well, the I'm characters were not in get, the... Huh? To get back on, on hand first. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, what's not to like? Like, if you try to Disneyfy Mass Effect, I mean, you've got one, you know, all these multiple alien, alien races, you know, and all that, but... And the sense of Marvel and Wonder... You think it would go right, right? I don't know. It it depends. Like they can throw as much money as they want at any project, and it all depends on the logistics and organization of things. 
and the story, characters, all that. You know, it it can look really good, but kind of like you can't polish. You know what I mean? I I don't know about because Disney has always done this, like when they license their characters out to like third parties. But it's up to the third parties, like, okay, we pay, we pay, you know, whatever the contract is, but we can make our own game and just do whatever. So it, it's not canon, it's not, you know, whatever. Like, it's just like a fun game using characters that this particular company happens to own. So that's, that's fine. But if, if it becomes their own sub, like their own kind of like sub brand, I guess, in that case. Hey, go for it. Probably, then, I can get the, yeah. Here's the thing that I just thought, like, we've, we, we're going to read through some of these live comments. Hmm? Ross says, great, I can't wait to play Madden as Mickey. Blech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? That that would be, like, a skin you can, like, download or some shit. Right? Like, there's oh, characters playing friggin' American and sports games. Oh, no. Okay. Now, i got a question for you guys. Would they, dis do you think they can Disney-fy Halo? No, that doesn't belong to Dingo. Ah, well, I tried. Well, not yet. You never know with Disney. Yet, <laughs> they they could try. Well, surprise is like they uh they bought out Star Wars and everything. That's nuts. But more on more on Halo in a little while though. I'll say this. Much. Of course, of but course. Imagine this too. Like on the same topic that I said, live comment was. Imagine if these Disney themed skins popped up onto some of those beloved EA games again. You know, what if Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck made an appearance oh. in them in the Mass Effect? <laughs> that would be the weirdest thing. Thanks for pointing that out, by the way, Nova. Yeah, I, I mean that would be the most bonkers thing. Can you imagine? <laughs> You're pointing a machine gun at freaking Donald Duck. <laughs> uh, wait, is Donald Duck his name? No. Yeah, he is. Yeah. What the hell? Can you imagine that shit? That'd be yeah. crazy. I can imagine pointing a machine gun at Goofy, and whenever he dies, he just makes the sound that he makes whenever he falls off a cliff or something like that. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, oh, oh, oh darn, I got some bullets. <laughs> oh, man. And, and, that, oh. and that would be... <laughs> um, no, man, that's crazy. Oh. Uh. Yeah, well, this EA is pretty games. much ruined. What? Oh, go ahead. Go right ahead. EA Games has been around for quite some time. And if they're willing to be bought out by Disney, I mean, if Disney still has the money and resources to actually do that and not make them a third party anymore, here's my fear. I think that it's going to dissuade people, like, you know, people that went to school to, like, understand, like, programming and gaming. They're not going to want to get into the industry because of all these restrictions. Disney imposes quite a lot of legal sort of jargon and, and stuff in their contracts when you work with them. Avira. So I don't think it's going to be prudent for people to want to join companies that will work with that. As a game developer, I mean, would you want to work with them? I don't know. Avira, I think you're forgetting something here that's really important. Yeah. This could actually be a good thing. You think so? Well, you have a bunch of professional developers who would be looking at getting under the boot of Disney. I don't know. People uh, well, like well, that, yeah, professionals for sure. Yeah. People out like that are gonna turn around and say, Well, for the most part, screw this shit and leave. I mean, at the end uh, of the day, people just want to go in and get a paycheck and go home, right? It, 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 it's those who are really committed. It, it, even after you know they've been hired by Disney and you know they're forced into doing whatever they don't want to, it could get to a point even after the sale that a bunch of people just start to say, "Screw this," uh, quit their jobs and go and start another company. Right. Well, EA Games has always been. I mean, 
I wouldn't say edgy per se, but they always push the limits. You know, I always loved all the, the kind of stuff that, that they've made over the years. And as let's say, okay, you graduated college, you're a game developer and you're working for EA and then boom, your company's bought out by Disney. And you had a vision for a game that you wanted to help work on. And they said, okay, no, you can't do that. You have to do this now because that doesn't align with our Disney standards. So then what? Well, and how do you think like with a lot of other companies where this stuff happens? People yeah, say screw it and they go and start their own company. Yeah, they go I mean, yeah, they go independent. Well, how they easy do you think that is? It's not easy, easy to start your own gaming company. No. But 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 You're indie games have shown us one thing and that you know it's that it's and that it's that you know creating your own game independently is hundred percent very much possible. Avira, it's possible. It's very expensive. Avira, yes. When you've got, if you've got enough, if you've got just enough people to handle the graphics, mm -hmm. uh, you've got people who can understand marketing. If you've got people who can do the coding and the story writing, you're basically set. Oh, I know. I I I know people who have have created gaming companies. I'm, I'm friends with Sorry, the CEO of someone who made uh, an MMORPG. But he told me that in order to start, um, well, he only had like an $80,000 loan. And when I said I wanted to work with him and make my own game, he said that I would need at least like $900,000, like just to start an MMORPG. Well, and it's very expensive to, to try to do this independently. So if Disney's offering billions to you, that does sound attractive. But you have to look at the at the contract itself and see like what you can right. and can't do with characters and stuff. Game you know, developers earn a significant amount of money. Yeah. So they've got the cash, Definitely. they've got the skills, and they have connections. Mm -hmm. They just Definitely. need time. That's it. Oh, Evira, just curious. Um, are you allowed to give out the the name of the game that the developer is making that you were talking about? Oh, uh, that that's actually that that's a good question. Uh, I don't I don't know if I'm allowed to do that because, jeez, uh, I, I haven't disclosure agreements, right? Well, I I didn't work with them directly. I just happened to, to know the guy that, that made it. Uh, I actually found out about this at a FurryCon. Uh, this is at AnthroCon. They had a panel about their game that they were introducing. I think it was like Space Cats or something. I don't exactly recall the name. Uh, I gotta go talk to him. It's been a couple of, of years. But that, so, that's basically what he told me about it. But yeah. Um, Sorry. That'd be like a million bucks. An example I'd have would be the framework laptop. If I'm remembering correctly, it's a bunch of IBM engineers who said, screw IBM or whatever company they work for. Right. And went to work for one creating a, well, quote unquote, repairable laptop. Hmm. I see. Well, my friend introduced his new game at a furcon at a panel uh, he showed us some like uh some beta footage i guess like some gameplay like they were testing some stuff out and they were looking to like expand it and work on it but he said that that it cost him so much money and you know they were doing funding and like financing and all that kind of stuff yeah but i wonder if if this kind of acquisition or if larger companies are act acquisitioning smaller companies, then it really doesn't have a place for smaller independent people no, anymore. No, 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 no. You know, like, like, why would you even want to get involved in the industry? Like, if I can't program my own indie game and make it cool, unless it goes viral, then you really don't have a chance, right? I mean, at the end of the day, indies can choose whether they get bored out or not. So. Yeah, indie, I like indie horror games. Those are realistic. So, okay. Let, let, let's say I see. Um, if you were, um, if you were to develop a game, right? Something simple, whatever. Maybe it's not all that great, but you were offered like three million dollars to like buy your property. 
like buy your intellectual property, would you do it? Or would you want to continue with your game and develop it yourself? Like, what do you think you would do? That's kind of the predicament that these smaller companies are in. Because Disney is very large. Can you run that by me again regarding uh, what we were just talking about? Like well, the because games, I'm so sorry. Well, like yeah, you know it's fine. Like well, here's the thing. Like my my, my buddy introduced this at a furcon. Like this is a, a game that he's been developing for quite some time, and really? he doesn't have too many resources. But you know it, it looks it looks pretty cool, and that's it, it's a passion of him. You know he's a programmer, game developer, all of that. You know he went to school for it. But if let's say uh, if you were in his position. And you were offered millions of dollars by some major company to just sell out. I mean, would you do it? Uh, honestly, it depends on the price they offer. If it's like, let's say, in the like in the multi millions, you know, damn right, I'm gonna sign that contract and start making games for them for money. I see. If I had, if I had the skill. Well, but, but that, that and then that's the predicament that we see now, because let's say if EA games, if they only make, I don't know, $30 million or yeah. thereabouts or whatever their assets are worth. And Disney's like, yo, here's a billion dollars. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, what are we going to spend that on? Right. But that's well, they're just going to buy it. Like, that's just what they're going to do. And then they're going to rely on so, the company to actually make their own games. Like, that's that's yeah. what we're dealing with. But I think the the point about the matter is is not it's not about you know Disney investing into EA. It's Disney getting a place in the in the gaming segment. Yes, mm. and, and, and that in itself way. is an investment. Yeah, you're right, Joel. Yeah, absolutely. So, but I want to go back to the crux of the matter here about Disney and EA because we've kind of gone a bit off track. Now, theme parks. Yes, you know you know when you associate Disney, you gotta have that theme park question. What EA properties do you think would fit into a theme park? Can you imagine Dragon <laughs> Age in Disneyland? <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Can you imagine Dragon if they actually had soldiers running around Disney World? Well, oh, they have man. some stormtroopers sometimes, you know, yeah, for no, their Star Wars I mean, uh, Expo. Actual proper combat games. <laughs> oh, that'd be oh, scary. scary. Like, how could you tell the difference? <laughs> okay, so are we still talking about Disney or games? Disney. I mean, oh, Disney. It's, it's all yeah. connected because Disney and EA. But imagine yeah, that. You, know, you get, well, like, let's imagine okay. this scenario in the Disneyland. You get it, you know, Disney buys at EA. They get us, Dragon Age somehow gets a slot in Disneyland and they build themselves a big, a big theme segment and you see, like, this ginormous, like, dragon. You know, animatronic propping, whatever it is. The only way I would agree with that is if Disney, you know, they have billions of dollars, right? If they can actually clone or genetically engineer a real dragon, yeah, then that's something up. I would like to see. <laughs> so. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, but until then. Uh... Allie, um, have you ever been to like any uh, Disney parks or anything like that? I have one time. I I went to Disney or Disneyland or Disney World whenever I was a little girl, hmm? but that was the only time. Like the only memory that I have in my head from that time was the "It's a Small World After All" ride. Oh no! I was about oh. to mention that iconic. Yeah, 100%. Yes. That's awesome. That was one of the original rides from Disney World. It was, uh, I believe they made it in the 40s or the 50s. They do say that the one in Florida is actually haunted. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about that. But the most hey, haunted Pokemon. spot in Disney World is the, the Haunted Mansion ride because they, uh, like people will scatter their loved ones' ashes all over that area at the Haunted Mansion. That's why the Haunted Mansion ride is actually the most haunted out of all of Disney. Yeah. It's like the heart of it. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. But 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 Ali, um, when you were there, uh, it wasn't all about like this whole kind of like corporate sort of nonsense. It was supposed to be like a magical, fun place, right? And if that's your right, 
yeah, yeah. of course um, it, of course that was all that's what it was all about back then like this is back in like somewhere in the early 2000 2000s whenever me and my parents went to oh you were so you were just so yeah. you really were a pup at the time yeah. i mean yeah 20 years ago yeah for sure that, totally yeah, Allie was just a pup at the time oh so cute <laughs> You're cute too, Avera. I'm not gonna leave you out. Oh, and uh, Joel, what do you think of the? Arr! What do you think of your gift I provided you? Oh, oh, it's great. I like it. You like it? Yeah, I'm gonna have one made for Nova too sometime uh, soon. Well, it seems um, like that Disney is kind of going astray from what it used to be. Now it seems yeah. like they're just some giant corporation trying to uh, acquire many different properties in some crazy attempt to, I don't know, monopolize on culture. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't like how Disney is like going. The only thing that I like is like, is like the, the mem the old memories of Disney. That's pretty much it. Like I remember the good old days. I remember I rode the tower of terror you know that ride is basically. Oh yes, I do. Yeah, I've been on it. That. I've been there, dude. <laughs> yes. That scared the shit out of me. I didn't know what was going to happen. Like nobody told me what was going to happen. Like the last words out of my mouth were these: "I could see Cinderella's castle from here." Next thing I know, the elevator dropped. Scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> hey, well, oh, I, I knew the premise behind it. I knew it was going to drop. When I first I wrote it, it coming. but uh, it, it's still that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty basically, fun. the the Tower of Terror is basically like a an abandoned ho big ass hotel from the back in the day. One one more ride I remember from whenever I was a kid um, is the Toy Story ride where you like had the little gun on the ride and you would, like shoot the little green minions or something like that. I can't remember the name of those from the Toy Story. Uh, I can't remember. I know what you're talking about. Like those little aliens, right? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember what they were. You have saved our lives. We are, we are internally grateful. I've seen Toy Story 3 and when uh, those little three aliens saved the, saved the other, all the characters from being incinerated. And my potato head was so grateful and everything. He's like, my boys. Yeah. That was so cute. Well, that's one of the main things, too. Because Disney is, is having a problem with attendance at their amusement park. So I think mm. that they're going to be buying you know, IP. No, they probably like won't be able to solve their theme park problem. Right. That's why they're probably very desperate to do things like this <laughs> of EA. Now it's not hundred percent sure. You know, we don't know if they're actually it's going to be doing it. They're on the rumor mill. That's all it but is. But they might. Might they, they might do it. Anyway, yeah. But anyway, while we're on the same tangent and to move on to the next item. Well, we've talked about this from years ago, but today but as of week it's finally happened well and i know avira is going to be about this because now spyro has now become into team green no. that's right we finally talked about it now microsoft has now purchased activision blizzard I know Activision very well. That's uh, the company that made True Crime. They made Call of Duty. Yeah, they made Call of Duty. They made, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Tony Hawk's games. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember and, that. And, yeah, and they own um, Toys for Bob, which is also in charge of the Crash, you know, Crash, Crash yep. and um, Spyro the Dragon. That was originally Insomniac's property. But yeah. yeah. My favorite Spyro uh, the Dragon so. game was uh, Ripto's Rage. That one was my favorite one. Oh, yeah, me too. Remade. And now, you know, under the under the Microsoft umbrella, Spyro went from Team PlayStation to Team Xbox. I, 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 I don't know. This might sound kind of weird, but, but I, I see this as, like, I don't know, blasphemy? Yeah, I mean, Spyro that. really 
kind of kickstarted PlayStation's career. And that's not even an exaggeration. Like when it comes to like marketing and like like financially speaking, Crash and Spyro really they were like the icons of PlayStation back in the day, like just getting this company started. Like Sony and, and their game console. Yeah, Spyro was that was it. <laughs> it's funny when you say that, you know, going green, because Spyro was originally supposed to be green. Fun fact. Oh, really? But they, they couldn't animate that, so they wanted to make him purple. Uh, because he would stand out. I'm sure you I think he's too oh, really, yeah. purple okay. anyway. No, no, no. No, here's the thing, Allie. Um, originally, he was supposed to be green, like a green dragon, but when they had the animation tests, against because like a lot of the worlds in spyro are they have like green fields and stuff like that so they were thinking hmm he kind of blends in too much and you can't really see him very well so they were thinking about other colors to make him and then they said purple is like kind of the best option and it worked out great so yeah spyro the purple dragon i'm well, sure girls can relate i mean you stand out i think too. spyro's <laughs> i think spyro's cute oh yeah he's great he's my favorite I love Plus, yeah Plus, purple is a perfect color, anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know it. Hey, well, you, how about a more how about a more manly shade like pink? Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, orange is kind of cool too, but hey, well, no, that's maybe your I'm biased. You, you're an orange. You're a, you're a candy corn <laughs> doggo. You're white, green, or white, yellow, and orange. Yummy, nom. Hey, <laughs> hey, made of yellow like the Simpsons. <laughs> They do have cheats in the game um, that you can change Spyro's color. And, and like back, yo, back in the day, in like the, the early 2000s, late 90s, when you found cheats to a Spyro game and you can change his color, that was like, that was the coolest thing ever. Like, dude, I can turn Spyro like yellow or black or whatever I wanted. It was so cool. It make having like a big head. <laughs> and this was kind of not really before the internet, but before the internet was like a main thing. And if you're like, you know, eight years old and you're playing Spyro and you found these cheat codes and you're able to do some crazy, crazy shit, shit. Like, like that was, that cool. was cool. I miss those days, man. Yeah, don't we all like, I miss the good old days with the first PlayStation, you know, with, like, the first two Grand Theft Auto games. Those were silly. Oh, yeah. But, dude, Spyro yeah. was really the iconic sort of... Spyro and Crash Bandicoot. They were really oh, what got kind of stony on the map. You remember uh, Taz, or Ty the Tasmanian Ty Tiger, I think is what it was? Remember that game? Ty the, Mas Ta uh, Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. Oh, the Tasmanian, yeah, yeah. I used to play the hell out of that game with a, with a, one of my neighbor friends back when I was a pup. Like we, I would go next door. His name was Eric, good friend of mine, and uh, I still know him to this day. And he would invite me over, and we would play Ty all day. Yeah, man, I love Spyro. Yeah, Spyro's great. I, I, Spyro treated me very nice. I like the one, uh, the New Beginnings, when Cinder was the bad guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, nothing, but nothing quite, you know, captured the hearts yeah. of the original trilogy. Exactly. I was, I was just about yeah. to say that, Jolt. Yeah, the, the first three games really was like PlayStation One's best, and that was during a time where this kind of technology really was just in its early stages of development, and Spyro really kind of accentuated that. So it was mm -hmm. very cool to actually see that and be able to play this game, like because. Before that, you'd never seen anything like platforming to this degree. It was very cool. <clears throat> now, to get back onto this, though, they bought both Activision and Blizzard, and now hmm. we can finally have World of Warcraft on Xbox Game Pass. Ooh! If only they had Second Life on there. I don't know. Would Microsoft That'd be cool. Labs? Yeah, I wish it. I wish it would support Xbox because if it did, I'd be playing the hell out of it. I'd even get one of those little keyboards to put on my uh, controller to spice it up a little bit, so I could type. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, there's a lot. 
Oh, go ahead. I mean, now there's a lot that could mean, like, what the whole buy, you know, buyout means for um, future of those beloved properties, what, the, what it means for Warcraft, what it means for Crash, Spyro, you know, all that stuff. I mean, because right now, uh, both Crash and Spyro, they both totally blew up you know, since their first debut, and they've become multi-million dollar franchises. Yeah. Well, yeah, and even then, just because they have new owners now, that, you know, and since Crash did get a game a couple of years ago, you know, who knows? Maybe the future really is can look bright for Crash and Spyro. Interesting. I believe uh, during the first game back in the what, 1997, I think, 95, that Spyro 1 came out, that they had a Crash Bandicoot um, demo that you can play if you type in a certain oh, code yeah. at the start screen and vice versa like during um during like the 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 crash bandicoot start menu you can type in a code and then like play <laughs> like, oh, oh look at ali she's so cute i want to pet her <laughs> oh hey looking good right on can i can i pet you no. yeah when I first discovered that, I think I was like, I don't know, nine That's years you. old when I was playing Spyro, and mm -hmm. I heard about this cheat code, so I typed it in, right, and the the demo for Crash Bandicoot opened up, and I was like, whoa! Like, my, my mind was blown. It was so fun. <laughs> it was super cool. Yeah. I remember... Um... I remember coming across on YouTube one day of a of someone recording a, a clip of, of one of the Spyro games that had to do with a um, with a they were basically showing a clip of a pirate pirate pirated version of the Spyro game, which I thought that was interesting. I do like looking at pi like pirated like games. Like on yeah. YouTube. Okay. <laughs> cool. Like, like you know how, like how they would like put that in in the game. Like, if there's like a illegal copy that people get. Oh yeah, yeah. They used to do that actually. Uh, what they would do is, uh, they said you are playing a pirated game, and they would make it very clear that when you do that and like when you talk to the NPCs like other characters they would tell you that <laughs> that you're playing a pirated game so like they already put that into the the code when they would when they would do that <laughs> really interesting tactic i thought that was kind of cool too uh. mm. now but now with all the, everything merged together <laughs> Under the big Microsoft umbrella, what do you think? What do you think the next? You know, are these studios gonna share space with one another? Maybe <clears throat> somehow get like Spyro to show up in Halo, or well, Halo well. show up in World of Warcraft. No, uh, I think Spyro as a series is kind of done. You know, like we can't keep milking it anymore because it's going to lose its magic, right? So, but still, we should kind of just leave it, let it be. Yeah. Don't. I'm not looking forward to new Spyro games. I'm just not. That's just my oh, first opinion. But I oh. like, classics, you know. Yeah, I mean, everybody likes the classics more because they basically mean something. Yeah. They, like today, today those classic games are a gem. Like that's why I call them gems because they're like old and worth a shit ton of money if you can if you have them. It's kind of like finding a penny that was basically from the '30s. If you take that to a, a professional, they can give you a fortune just for that old penny. That or the gems like Burrow collect. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. You remember those little these these little. Yeah, you remember these little fuckers? They go na 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 na, and they just run from you, yeah. man. No, that little Thank fucker you. irritated me. Terrible. Oh Terrible. my gosh! I'm like, why you know? Yeah, I know. I just, 
that was stressful, like chasing into them for hours on end. Sometimes you have a time limit. <laughs> That's what sucks. Good times. Very good times indeed. But Spyro is not the only game at risk here. You know, there, there's others. You know, like we mentioned, Crash. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, they got, you know... Crash was an okay game. Crash was all yeah. right. Yeah, and then there's also, like, the more serious titles that have gone in the merger, too. Call of Duty. Grand Theft Auto 6. Grand Theft Auto 6 is one of them. Yeah, they're all now under the Microsoft umbrella. So now... <laughs> it's not no longer, you know, what's... Gamer, you're now officially a Microsoft gamer if you play all any and all of these things. Yeah. Play Halo and all that. And the yeah, Elder Scrolls. Actually, oh, I can't do that without... I, I tried sending a text to my dude while I was talking to you guys, but it literally kicked me off, and I hate it when it happens. I don't know why it does that. I just went to simply text one of my dudes on Messenger, and it just boots me off. I'm like, come on, man. Mm, but yeah, apart from that, though, what do you think is the future for all these titles now that they're under the Microsoft umbrella? As long as it's not the Umbrella Corporation umbrella, we're Gucci. <laughs> I think they're probably going to take the Disney route and utilize every single franchise that they just acquired and just try to remake them. Because I mean, they still inherited all the other companies that have the license to them, right? right. Yeah, you want to know? Oh, yeah. So I watched a uh, old, old Disney episode. It's like black and white, and they had the nerve to have Donald Duck constructing on toys. And every time a picture, a framed picture of Hitler comes, he salutes it. I'm like, what the hell? Well, do you think Microsoft can handle all these new? All these new know, franchises, like, all these characters, all these everything. I'm, I'm I mean, confident that they can do it. people that work there that they know about, maybe. I'm very confident that they make it. Hey, on the plus side, though, it's not like we're going to see a Microsoft theme parks in our lifetime. or <laughs> Oh, wouldn't that um, be nice? Joel, uh, if they get enough under their belt, they probably will, or at least commission one. Oh, I bet you that, that, that actually might be able to happen. Give it time and Microsoft will be buying another new company, though. I mean, heck, aren't they trying to buy it? And they got their eyes set on Sega because they want to get a slice of that Japanese market. <laughs> Good luck buying a Japanese uh, yes. company. Sony. And Nintendo. And that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, Nintendo. I love Nintendo. I like My favorite game on Nintendo has to be the newest Animal Crossing game. Oh, I love that game. Yeah, and now, and now because they buddied up with um, with um, Doom. Yeah, I think there might be a bit of um, <laughs> a bit of a case there. Yeah. Well, still. But you never know. I mean, things stand though. Nintendo's already gotten them beat in the theme park department, so Microsoft's <laughs> got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. But yeah. Hey. So, and do, well, I do apologize if I kept bugging out. Like, I just—I'm sorry if I kept disappearing. And I—I don't, I don't know why. Like, the past few times the lights flickered and it caused the uh, power to go out for a split second, and I got back on immediately. And yeah, it's storming uh, it's outside. Okay. It's all yeah. good, man. You know, technical problems happen. Whatever. Uh, anybody and, will have that issue. Yeah, and I guess here we're at the point where now. Ooh. That's pretty much what we've got for the week. All right. Yeah, it's just, I mean, this here's what we've got, and this is what we've got on the plate. And hey, wait, did what? we add? Did we add one more thing? Or I think that was I... it. Though. It was okay. Yeah, that was it's just, it. It's just a shame that you know things just turned out the way they did. But you know what? Made it work. Oh, look He's so cute. And yeah, so who'd like to um make up a quick uh, a quick closing statement with um with regards to what's happened this week? Uh, I think IC should do the closing statement. Oh sure, why not? Well, uh, closing. Oh crap! I don't know where to start. I didn't ex I didn't expect that. <laughs> well, the closing statement 
would be like, hey, do be yourself. Don't let people say otherwise. Don't don't be judged. Like, don't let them put you down. Just be who you want to be. You know, it's you know. I mean, the, like the SJWs, they need to grow up and just say, and just say, forget about it. We're not going to mess with the furries anymore, kind of thing. You know, right. but don't let them put you down. Just stick up for yourself. Right. If you if everybody can hear me out there, stick up for yourself, all you furries. We're all family. We're just live by. All right. Um, Any, anyone else? I no, see. that's it. Huh? I nothing. I forgot just now. Oh. I want to see this new Snow White movie. Oh yeah, the the actual good one, not the not the new remake that's proposed by Disney, run by that you know Rachel. Oh no no no, not Disney by the uh, news the website. News, yeah, the one that, um, that the Daily Wire is right writing up. Yeah, I wanna, my sister's taking me to see the new Five Nights at Freddy's movie on the, the very day it comes out. We're gonna head over there, and on our way there, we're gonna basically our game plan. My sister's gonna pick me up. We're going to drive to the five-star movie theater out in uh, at the Easton Mall where they – it's basically like a place where, like, on the – like, you get a table on each chair, and you, and it comes with a tablet. You just place your order on whatever meal you want, and they'll bring it to you. Like, it could be burgers. It could be fries. I know there's not in the fries, but they bring pizza, nachos, popcorn, sweets, you name it. Yeah, sort of like the experience from the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, who else has got um, any Evira? Um, I would have to agree. Evira, are you saying anything? I can't hear you. I can hear him, but he's just sound a little mumble, muffled. Uh, hi, hi Evira. You, oh, you sound a little muffled, sweetie. Okay. All right. Magic equals broken. No. Okay. Not. We're good. Um, okay, there we go. I am um, very much looking forward to the Daily Wire's uh, adaptation of Snow White because, considering like what Disney is offering, uh, there's no comparison whatsoever. So yeah, they did a good. Even their trailer, it looked better than what we've seen from the. Uh, the Snow White and the Seven Dirty Hippies. So, weird, uh, weird. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that as well. Uh, <laughs> if Disney's looking to get into the EA game scene, if if they're going to purchase that, uh, I kind of worry about what Disney parks are going to look like. If they're going to be making like a Spyro-themed roller coaster. Oh, no, that, no that's Microsoft. Oh yeah, sorry, Microsoft. They'd probably make a, a Mass Effect Galaxy ride. A Mass Effect Galaxy ride, yeah, sure, because because that's what they would typically do, right? Like whenever that's what they did with Star Wars, and that failed. So, <laughs> yikes, that failed big time, man. Uh, yeah, what do you what do you guys think of this one thing I've done before, like last summer? I, I did. I uh, went cliff diving. That's cool, but it seems like whatever Disney puts their their hands on. At least in currently, like the last ten years or so, it doesn't work out very well. So I would be very hesitant to support anything that they do, and I don't think that their stock price is going to be going up anytime soon. No, at the moment, that's pretty EA, much all I gotta say about yeah, that. It's a big thing because EA's valuation is at what thirty-five billion. Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah. Now I don't know oh. if you guys knew this, but but the gaming industry. This last year, or oh, sorry, uh, projected for 2023, is yeah. $239 billion, according in to... Revenue. Yes, in revenue. Oh, yeah. Look at how and, far it's come. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot. Considering yeah. the, uh, the the box office revenue, it's only $29 billion. Now, I say only $29 billion because $29 billion is still a crap ton of money, but it's like nine times less than the gaming industry. So that's probably why Disney wants to, you know, get their mousy claws oh, on it. the paws so, she's got. Well, that's what they want to do. So I, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully yeah, everything works will out. Tell. Time will tell. All right. And that is 
you know, time we've got. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, I hope you, you enjoyed this as much as we did in the making of it. As always, our shows are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Play.fm, iHeartRadio, BitChute, and more further down the line. All right. This is us signing off for the week. Farewell, and until next time. Really do. Really do. Bye.